Hey, this is the uh, third recording in a series um, that is talking about baseball and epistemology. And um, this third recording, I want to transition from uh, where we left off in the second recording, where um, I really was looking at the baseball story of three umpires and how they call balls and strikes through the lens of Piaget primarily, John Piaget and his theory um, about developmental psychology largely focused uh, on the basic concepts of epistemology and subject-object balance. And I think um, in this segment I want to talk more uh, and go a little deeper and think about that baseball story from the perspective of Robert Keegan. Um, and as many of you know, Keegan uh, would probably describe himself as a, as a follower of Piaget, and so it's a natural sort of follow-on to talk about Keegan. Um, in fact, in uh, Keegan's famous book, The Evolving Self, uh, he refers to Piaget as his genius. In other words, um, often in that book, um, Keegan refers to the Piagetian approach, just as I did in recording number two, and I want to build on that Piagetian foundation, which largely focused on uh, adolescent development, and show how Keegan built that into adult development and onto a more sort of practical view, I think, of leadership development, um, which we'll try and get to in maybe a future recording. So I mentioned um, the evolving self as uh, Robert Keegan's uh, book where he addresses stages of development, published in 1982. Uh, and, I, and I think that's a useful foundation. Uh, those stages uh, are familiar to many. Um, and um, for the purposes of this conversation, it's the latter stages that probably apply more to analyzing the baseball story. But um, just to review those stages real quick, in Keegan's evolving self, those early egocentric years that Piaget describes, I think Keegan would call those stages uh, incorporative, impulsive, imperial, <clears throat> those adolescent stages um, that most people get through in their, in their pre-conventional phase. Where I want to focus this conversation, however, are the, those latter stages, those adult stages uh, that Keegan introduces in The Involving Self. He calls them interpersonal and institutional, and maybe even stretch a bit further into the inner individual. Um, when Keegan introduced those in, in Evolving Self, uh, he went from incorporative to impulsive to imperial to interpersonal to institutional to inner individual. However, in the, uh, the follow-on uh, book, um, In Over Our Heads, he focuses much more on the adult stages um, and he, he shifts from referring to those stages of a development to the concepts of orders of the mind or orders of consciousness. And I think it's those orders of consciousness that apply best to this baseball story. And so I think in asking the, the simple question, what would Keegan view of the baseball story, I think he would draw our attention to those orders of consciousness as the, each baseball umpire kind of shifts his con consciousness uh, through those more adult stages. So for example, I think the orders of the mind 
that Keegan would probably view the baseball story through would include the socialized mind as as sort of his order number three or um, he would then maybe consider order number four the self-authoring mind and then I'm not sure any of those baseball umpires really get to the self-transforming mind at least not based on just the limited information we have but I think it would be interesting to sort of ponder that and see if there are any glimpses of that as we analyze how they call balls and strikes. So just to be clear, I think Keegan would see the baseball story and, and assess the development of those three baseball umpires in probably the, the um, category that most adults live in and reside in. And, and I think he would call that the socialized mind. Um, to his original stages of development, that would probably be the interpersonal stage. Uh, and then I think he would even call it uh, the traditionalist um, stage as well, or the traditionalist model. Now, to begin with, I, I think um, before we get started, Keegan would probably also feel compelled to give his perspective of the subject-object relationship. And I, I think he'd say something like, um, what, what he would mean by object are those aspects of our experience that are apparent to us that can be looked at, related to, reflected upon, engaged or controlled or connected to something else, right? So that's, that's a, a slightly different, maybe deeper explanation of object. Um, and there are other aspects of our um, experience that are so identified. Be objective about these things and that we don't see them as me. They're separate from me. There's me and then there's other there's self and there's other. And so that's, that's the objective view I think that Keegan would express. Um, as opposed to things that are kind of identified within us or embedded in us or fused with us. Um, and so that's the subjectivity or the subject half of the subject-object relationship. So I think you know that's probably where Keegan would start because that's what he kind of attributed of great value or the unrecognized genius of Piaget. But beyond Piaget, I think Keegan would apply his um, his cognitive developmental theory and focus on stages three, four, and five, really three and four, the socialized mind and the self-authoring mind. So to give you a couple examples, I think Piaget might think about um, the first baseball umpire. I call him like I see him, and, and call that umpire clearly in the uh, socialized, traditional stage of consciousness. Um, and I think he would call that first umpire probably a team player, uh, a faithful follower, someone who is aligned very well with the requirements of his role and, and responsibility. Um, and, you know, he's not tra really trying to do anything beyond what he's being asked to do, but he's very, very reliable in the role he's being asked to play. play. He's a socialized mind. Um, he's a traditional baseball umpire, uh, and he's clearly reached the interpersonal sort of level of development. Ball umpire, however, uh, is a little more complicated, right? Um, that's where his subject-object balance has shifted a little bit. He went from saying, like the first umpire, I call him like I see him. He shifts to, 
I call them what they are. Um, and that, that reflects a bit more of a, a self-authoring mind, although I think you would still say he's a socialized mind that's sort of moving towards a self-authoring mind. Um, embedded in that, I call them what they are, um, it feels a, like, uh, a little bit of an agenda-driven mindset, um, maybe has a bit of his own compass, his own frame for problem solving, is a bit more independent. So uh, maybe that does reflect some aspects of a self-authoring mind. Uh, that would be order number four, sort of the modernism or the modernist level um, for umpire number two. And I think uh, reflecting back on the initial stages of de development that Keegan laid out, that's probably more of an institutional stage, interpersonal being uh, the first umpire and institutional maybe emerging now as a third umpire, they aren't anything until I call. You know, I, I think uh, that that one um, is probably beyond the socialized mind, beyond order three, maybe clearly, firmly into order four or the, uh, the order of the mind that Keegan called um, the self-authoring. Um, so whereas baseball umpire number one was in the socialized mind stage or order of consciousness, number two, baseball umpire number two was sort of transitioning or his developmental movement was moving towards the self-authoring mind. Umpire number three, I think, is clearly in the self-authoring mind category, much more agenda-driven, uh, much more of his own compass and his own frame, much more independent and uh, really trying to solve a problem in his own sort of maybe agenda-driven way. So to conclude this section on, um, on what would Keegan say about the baseball umpires, um, I think he would apply his orders of consciousness. I think that gives you deeper understanding of the sort of adult development beyond Piaget. Now we're extending that into the Keegan models. Um, and uh, I think it gives you some insight into those three baseball umpires who are somewhere between order number three and order number four of consciousness, traditional and modern, and I don't think Keegan would credit any of them, uh, just as very few people are credited with maybe being in the postmodern order number five, self-transforming mind. We just don't have enough information there, and I think we could go back and look at um, these three umpires, maybe through a, another lens like Torbert, uh, William Torbert, and see if that gives us any additional insight maybe into who they are as, as leaders um, and with a practical application of the Piaget and Keegan uh, developmental theory